Salutations, peace, and blessings. You're listening to the Kneel Down Podcast. I am your host, the Commission, and this is the start of week 18. We are hitting the last week of the NFL schedule. There may be people out there that are happy because they want to see their team go into the playoffs and perhaps go for the gold or head to the Super Bowl. And then there's others that can probably care less, seeing that the team is not in the playoffs, seeing that their fantasy team is not in the playoffs. It's just been a rough season for a lot of us that have been following football. And with the entertainment that comes with football, there's also the crowning of the MVP, the most valuable player, the most valuable person in the NFL. It's probably the biggest scam you can think of when you're talking about sports. Who is MVP of the season, of the NFL? I understand in, in, in sports, in today's sports, in every sport, I guess there has to be somebody to be crowned the MVP. There's got to be somebody that probably played or looked a lot better than other people in the league and had a better season. And, you know, I don't get caught up. The commission doesn't get caught up in who should be MVP. I, I, I know for the sake of arguing that nobody from Washington's football team is ever MVP. So maybe I'm sour because I know this probably goes as far as perhaps the top teams in the league. You know, you're looking at Green Bay, looking at Tampa Bay, looking at L.A., looking at a lot of all these teams, a lot of these teams that have guys on those on those teams that deserve MVP recognition. And right now, the favored person for MVP would be Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers for the Green Bay Packers has had a stellar season yet again. The team, the Green Bay Packers, has clinched the division again. They have their third consecutive season of 13-plus wins again. He's close to 4,000 yards passing, tied for third with touchdowns, 35 touchdowns, and just four interceptions. It, it It's a replica of what we saw last season with Aaron Rodgers. And then probably these statistics is what makes him the heavy favorite for most valuable player of the NFL. See, the problem I have is this. If you're a person that's consistently putting up these numbers, what makes you so valuable? The fact that Aaron Rodgers can throw the ball for over 4,000 yards, perhaps 30-plus touchdowns, maybe he'll hit 40, who knows, for the season. And the fact that his interception ratio is low and tied for first in the league It is impressive. It is phenomenal. It is magnificent. The numbers just scream MVP. But this is what we saw last year from Aaron Rodgers, right? Anybody that followed football last year saw what Aaron Rodgers did. And we also saw what happened the moment he hit the NFC Championship. So how could he be MVP? So then you look at Tom Brady, and he's a heavy favorite to get MVP honors. And they've clinched a division there in the NFC South. Tom Brady, right now, has thrown for 311 yards per game. 
which makes him first for all quarterbacks. And he's thrown for 40 touchdowns. Does that really grab anybody's attention? You're talking about Tom Brady, 44 years old, 22 years in the league, or what have you. What's so what's so special about Tom Brady this time around as opposed to last year? Is it more so because of the fact that he's thrown 40 touchdowns? I believe when he won MVP last time during the regular season, he threw 50 touchdowns. That's when he had Randy Moss. So what makes him valuable this season? See, to me, the MVP award isn't just given to the most valuable player or person. It seems as though the MVP award is basically favoring the quarterback that has had the best performance this season. Let's call for what it is. This is the quarterback's award. And I think somebody had labeled that some time ago, maybe a year or two ago, but it's true. We're looking to see which quarterback has a better year than the other quarterbacks. See, the thing about the commission is that he's not impressed with these numbers from Tom Brady. And he's not impressed with these numbers from Aaron Rodgers. You can say, uh, the commission's just sour grapes. No, I'm not sour grapes. I've seen what other teams have done. And I've seen teams that didn't have this opportunity last year to be successful this year that deserve the nod of being the MVP this year. I look at what Joe Burrow has done. Shout out to Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. They've clinched the division. And based off the numbers I see here, he's thrown for over 4,500 yards. That makes him fifth overall with quarterbacks. And he's tied for six with 34 touchdowns. Now, that in itself is impressive, considering that Joe Burrow was in a bed laid up trying to fix his ACL. So we really didn't know what Joe Burrow was capable of doing last season because he didn't have an opportunity to play a full season. Matt Stafford comes over from Detroit, heads over to L.A., And right now, the Rams are first in the division. And he has 290 yards per game. And he has 38 touchdowns, which makes him second overall in the NFL. Now, that in itself deserves praise for most valuable player. Because of where you saw the Rams last year with Jared Goff to where we see him now with Matt Stafford. It's been a 180-degree turn for the Rams. And I said this in the beginning of the season. I'll say it again because I can do it to my show. The L.A. Rams will be going to the Super Bowl. Why are they going to the Super Bowl? Because the Super Bowl is in their stadium. Does this mean the Chargers are going? Well, I'll talk more about that in a second. But right now, I'm just concentrating on the fact that Matt Stafford should have just as much buzz for MVP as Joe Burrow, as Aaron Rodgers, and as as Tom Brady. These quarterbacks have done phenomenal jobs for this season. Of course, we got to throw Patrick Mahomes out there. He also clinched the division. And this is coming from a team that was in fourth place midseason to win eight straight games. He's six for throwing... Uh, passes for over 4,500 yards. 
he has 36 touchdowns, which has him tied for third, and he has 13 interceptions. So, okay, Matt, uh, Patrick Mahomes struggled this season, but look what he did with the team to bring him back to a point where now Kansas City Chiefs are the second seed in the playoffs. See, the thing is this. If we're talking about who deserves to win the MVP honors, this is what you really want to concentrate on. It's so easy to look at Aaron Rodgers and see what he does year in and year out, but that doesn't really grab me. We're not, we're not shocked. We're not stunned. We're not surprised to see Aaron Rodgers put up these numbers anymore than we would to see Tom Brady put up these numbers. But it's still the fact that we're still owning in on just the quarterback. Why is it just the quarterback? The argument I'm making tonight is the fact that we really believe that the season only goes if the quarterbacks we want to talk about are the only quarterbacks we really give a damn about, whether we're talking about the MVP or not. We talked about Aaron Rodgers during the offseason. We talked about Aaron Rodgers during training camp. We talked about Aaron Rodgers week one. We talked about Aaron Rodgers during week eight. We've talked about Aaron Rodgers at Norsley to the point now where even if he doesn't get MVP, I would not care a bit. Because the truth of the matter is this. He is phenomenal during the regular season. I know Brady is usually very good during the regular season. But I'm not concerned about the regular season stats. I'm worried about what these teams do once you hit the playoffs. Dallas Cowboys. I'm wondering if this is the year for you guys to go beyond the first round of the playoffs. Because for where you started to where you are right now, you're stumbling. And Dak Prescott has had a fairly decent season. He is in the running for NFL MVP, naturally, because he is a quarterback. And he's clinched the division. So it, I, there, there's this, 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 I don't, I, how can I put it? We're so caught up in the facade. We're caught up in the... The, 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 the look, the manner of how these quarterbacks play, how well they do. And then we get to a point where we feel as though we have to place them on pedestals. We have to sit there and just ogle at these guys and just be mesmerized at what they do. But this is nothing different from what we saw last season or two seasons ago. Now, given that Dak Prescott was hurt, perhaps this could be his year to make the statement for MVP. But let's face it, Dak Prescott has not looked good in the last few games. Of course, he's played against the division, so it probably is relative. But nothing about Dak Prescott is impressive for him to be MVP. And I want to talk more about that itself, because when we're talking about the MVP, it's the most valuable player. So why can't we concentrate on non-quarterbacks? And consider the fact that the non-quarterback has had great seasons. They're consistently overlooked by many that believe that the quarterbacks are essentially responsible or maintain control of the outcome of the game, thus the success of the team and the player. That should also get recognition for MVP. What do I mean? 
Up until Derrick Henry got hurt, this man was on pace for running for 2,000 yards. He gets hurt, so now we're not really concentrated on Derrick Henry anymore. Jonathan Taylor stand up. He comes into the limelight, and we're now just just wowed by Jonathan Taylor because this man has already put up over 300 rushes, which is first in the league. And he's run for over 1,700 yards, which is also first in the league. And he has 18 rushing touchdowns to boot, which is also first in the league. Now, that is an MVP. That's a most valuable player. The problem here is that he's not a quarterback. Cooper Cup, stand up. Cooper Cup has done something that not many receivers had done. Outside of what we got from Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Calvin Johnson, Jerry Rice, Cooper Cup, and let me just throw in there Antonio Brown. Cooper Cup is on pace, on pace to receive the ball for 2,000 yards. Right now, he is, he is sitting fifth behind Antonio Brown for most receiving yards in a season. This man has over 1,800 receiving yards. Now, that is most valuable to me. You would think that Cooper Cup, if you don't have Cooper Cup on that team, are the Rams or are the Rams even significant? Are they relevant to talk about? Are we ogling over the fact that this Rams team looks so great this year? Because let's face it, the defense has slipped a little bit, but Matt Stafford has found his boy. He's found Cooper Cup. And Cooper Cup does nothing more but just go out there and produce and perform yet we're not talking about cooper cup see that's the problem with the commission and our recognition regarding most valuable player the reason why i have two legit reasons as to why we i I believe never mind we but why i believe that this whole mvp race is a fraud one, because we're just owning in on just what the quarterback does. We're just singling out the quarterback. We are structured. We are focused. We are targeted in on what these quarterbacks do for 18 weeks. Mind you, Aaron Rodgers had COVID, so he missed the game. And one person, one reporter, or somebody that votes for quarterbacks to be MVP, or anybody to be MVP, came out and said that his attitude sucked. So he's not going to vote for Aaron Rodgers because of his attitude. Does attitude really play a role in getting the MVP honors? I, I think people miss the point of what the MVP is all about. It's not about your attitude. I mean, we can probably go back 50 years and think about any quarterback that had a horrible attitude but still deserved MVP honors. We can't overlook the fact that Aaron Rodgers has only thrown four interceptions for the season. That in itself is impressive. But does he deserve MVP honors? Now, everybody in the world thinks so. But I gave you two other guys that deserve MVP honors. And never mind the fact that you've got two rookies out there that have done extraordinary jobs with their teams. Matt Jones, Jamar Chase. That's just on offense. Defensively, you're looking at Micah Parsons. You're looking at Aaron Donald for what he's done this year. TJ Watt, shout out to him. This guy's about to break the sack record that's been held for, what, maybe 25 years with Michael Strahan? 
So these guys deserve the recognition. And it's the fact that we just feel as though the quarterback is the best thing out there since sliced bread, that we don't even think about anybody else. We don't even give it a thought as to why these guys would even have a chance to be MVP. It's nauseating. Because I think there's so many people out there that just lose focus or just lose any type of perspective as to what MVPs really mean. We've got kids out there that are trying to become quarterbacks and can't throw worth a lick because they realize that in order for us to be recognized in the NFL or in any league, collegiately or what have you, we need to be the quarterback. We need to be seen. We need to be recognized. We need to get paid the top dollar. And that's my second point. My second argument is the fact that you can you cannot pay a player top dollar and not expect for them to speak up or show out or embarrass themselves. Now, that's not to say that Aaron Rodgers has embarrassed himself, but when you are getting paid the most of anybody on the team, there is a level of arrogance that comes with going out on the field and making a statement for everybody to see that this is why you kept me around. This is the reason why you're paying me top dollar, maybe the most of of all quarterbacks, because you realize that I have the talent to take this team in the position where nobody else can. Outside of what Aaron Rodgers will do after this season, the question mark will still be the same as to what quarterback's gonna take the Packers on a 13-14 game winning streak or or win 13 or 14 games in the season with an opportunity to go to the playoffs. There's not going to be many people to do that. So perhaps Aaron Rodgers has an argument. You want me to play with you guys? This is what you got to put up with. I'll go out there and do the same thing I did last year just to make the point that the moment you get rid of me, The moment you feel as though I'm no longer a part of this team, I've become expendable, this is what you're going to miss out on. But see, that would hold water if the Green Bay Packers were in the Super Bowl. See, this is where we are in 2022, is the fact that we want to glorify players that do great jobs during the regular season, but stink in the postseason. And Aaron Rodgers doesn't normally stink in the postseason. It's just the fact that the team itself is just not good enough to go to the Super Bowl. Dallas Cowboys will be good enough to get to the playoffs, but not good enough to get to the Super Bowl. Dare I say that the Cincinnati Bengals, depending on how they play on defense, we see what we can do on offense, but depending on what they do on defense, may be good enough to get to the regular season, but not good enough to get to the Super Bowl. We own in, we, we zero in on Joe Burrow, only zero in on Tom Brady because they were the last year. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady because they were there last year. But it's still the question of if we are paying these quarterbacks so much money to be the face and the image of this franchise, do they automatically get a bid to become MVP? Is it the fact that we glorify these quarterbacks and they're so flamboyant and they're so sexy when they're out there and they're showing their hair and they're trying to look good for the cameras? Come on, give me a break. 
making me nauseous. Just go out there and play football. Go out there and win some games. And then go out there and win the playoffs so that you have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. If you ask me, they give the title a little too soon. They give that MVP honor a little too soon. They wait until the regular season's over, then they wait till the playoffs go, and before long, you're looking at Matt Ryan as the MVP just to lose in the Super Bowl. Or you're looking at Cam Newton to be the MVP of the season just to see him lose in the Super Bowl. You get what I'm coming from? Ladies and gentlemen, I, I get that there's just some players out there that you just, you're feeling, you, 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 you just zeroed in on these guys, you love them. They've been around in your hearts and in your minds and your souls for so long. But they do not deserve MVP honors the way certain other players deserve MVP honors. And sometimes those players just happen to be non-quarterbacks. Sometimes they're receivers. Sometimes they're running backs. Because those players have done a lot more for their team than what we would get and gather from an Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes. I say all that to say this. When it's time to give anybody MVP honors, when it's time for you to anoint who is the most valuable person in the league, make sure you give it to somebody worthy enough to hold that title based on what they've done this season in comparison to last season. See, we're always ready to see what Tom Brady does year in until he retires. Same thing with Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Matt Stafford. But we already know what they're capable of doing. Did we think that Cooper Cup would be capable of maybe receiving the ball for 2,000 yards? Did we think that Jonathan Taylor, even with Derrick Henry out, would be capable of perhaps rushing to close to 2,000 yards this year? I mean, this is what's so spectacular about football, is that there's other people out there that deserve MVP honors and are worthy of it. They're quiet, well-mannered, not arrogant, not so self-absorbed like some other players, don't have attitude. They just go out there and they play football. So says the commission. I don't know why I had to go on this tangent, but it, I think it's just the fact that I am so tired of this argument about who gets MVP because it's just not fair to just give it to the first quarterback that comes to mind based on what they did this season. There's a lot of things I've seen from a lot of quarterbacks this season. And, and, and this is based off where we are right now, where they're placed for the playoffs. You know, I, I've, I've seen what these guys, I've seen what Justin Herbert has done to try to keep his team in the playoffs. I've seen what Derek Carr has done with his team to allow the Raiders an opportunity to be in the playoffs. I, I, I've seen what Joe Burrow has done, which has been extraordinary. I've seen what Tua Tungavailoa has done to try to keep his team in the playoffs. In the NFC, you see what Dak Prescott had to overcome with a broken ankle to ankle get this team into the playoffs. And you've seen how other guys, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts was an afterthought going into this season. He should have started, was supposed to start. Joe Flacco had no reason to be there. And now his team has an opportunity to be in the playoffs. 
These are these are guys that deserve recognition. Kyler Murray, who ever thought that the Arizona Cardinals would do as well as they did? They have an opportunity to clinch the division. Yet this team is not even notarized for what they've done during the regular season because of how poorly they play at home. But you got to admit, Kyler Murray should be in the talk for MVP of the season. There's just so much more to this than just what we see from just an Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. It's like, give me a break. There's other players out there that play as well, if not better, than the guys we just keep harping on season in and season out. The games that we're going to be looking for this, this week and week 18, I mean, listen, if you're playing for a spot in the playoffs, obviously those are the games you're really going to concentrate on this Sunday. Then Saturday, too. I believe there's some Saturday games, but definitely this Sunday. I mean, who's not going to pay attention to Pittsburgh and Baltimore? Roethlisberger's last game, presumably last game of the season and for his career. Who's going to who's not going to focus on what New Orleans does against Atlanta? They are a game away from going into the playoffs themselves. Of course, a lot of things have to happen. Philly has to lose. Then, of course, New Orleans has to win. So, of course, we're going to be looking at Dallas at Philly Saturday night. That might be one of the biggest games for this weekend because of the implications that come with being in the playoffs. And then we got Sunday night, the Sunday night game between the Los Angeles Chargers. Go Chargers go against the Las Vegas Raiders. Who's, who's going to miss that game? Who's going to be foolish enough to turn to watch Heidi or or the Little Rascals and not watch the Chargers and the Raiders play for a spot in the playoffs? You win and you're in. You lose, you go home. And I got to just say this. I got friends that like the Raiders. I have to say this. The odds are in their favor. I don't care what they like about Justin Herbert. This is a game where if Coach Brandon Staley pulls that stunt that he did against Kansas City and try to go for it on fourth down and fails to convert and you leave points on the field, they will lose. Best believe the stunt they did against Kansas City a few weeks ago, they cannot do against the Raiders because the Raiders understand that this close to doing what they haven't done in so long. And considering what we've seen thus far with the Raiders and what they've been through with the coach on down, it just feels like poetic justice for them to go out there, beat the pants off the Chargers for a spot in the playoffs. Great games going on for this for this weekend. And what we'll be looking at the Patriots against the Dolphins. We'll be looking at the 49ers against the Rams. We're going to be looking at so many games because these teams all have opportunities to take it to the next level, be it the 2022 playoffs in just a week. With that being said, you have been listening to the Kneel Down podcast. I have been the commission. And I really hope that you guys get a chance to watch these games in living color, wherever you may be, wherever you may decide to go. 
because I will be talking about it next time around. I hope everybody enjoys their weekend. There's been a lot of snow going on out here. Just be safe, people. I know the roads get bad. I've seen some of the footage on TV. It's amazing how negligent some of these states are when it comes to conditioning and prepping for these snowstorms. It's a shame. But it's still and all. Just take it easy out there. With that being said, I want to thank everybody who's been watching, dare I say listening, not watching, but listening to the Kneel Down podcast means that much to me. I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. I'm going to try to do it all again soon enough. So with that being said, I want to say peace and love to all those out there. Please stay safe, get vaccinated, and I'm out.